0: Hey guys, it's me Cathy from Geek Girl Meetup UK and you are joining me for Geek Girl Meets, our podcast where we sit down with a phenomenal woman in tech to find out more about her career. And it's my absolute pleasure to say that we're actually recording live from the Geek Girl Meetup conference for 2016, The Way We're Wired. And I'm joined by one of our panelists from earlier from our mental health wellbeing and our devices talk, Nancy Feckney, the founder of the Inspire movement. So thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, Cathy. And we're gonna launch straight in because it's conference time. Nancy, when you were little, what did you want to be?
1: <laughs> I uh, I actually don't know. I, I loved the outdoors, I loved spending time running around and exploring, but I I didn't really have one dream. I had too many. That was the problem. <laughs> okay. So you didn't quite know what you wanted to be. Now
0: talk me through it. How did you go from well, I don't know, to where you are today with the Inspire movement? What's the journey that got you here?
1: Oh gosh, that's
0: a long story. I'm quite old now, Kathy.
1: No, you're not. She, look, <laughs> she genuinely does not look old at all. I think if you saw a photo of Nancy, you'd be like... <laughs> it's actually quite funny story. I I flipped a peppermint patty on what school I was going to go to and ended up, it flipped towards engineering school at the University of Virginia, which started me on this path of being the only, one of few females in a man's world for a long time. Um, from there... You know, I started my first company, which was a web design company, which ended up being a failure for multiple reasons. But I learned a lot of great lessons in that in that along that path. Yeah, I sort of tripped over and fell into venture capital. My first VC job, and loved it. And from that point, I thought, okay, this is what I meant to do with my life. I want to be a partner at a VC. Um, and I followed along that path the next five years. Um, I launched Flight Ventures in their first European syndicate. Last year, early last year, as one of their partners, and I've closed a few deals for that. But somewhere along the way, I felt like something wasn't right, and I kept searching and searching and searching, and then um, a close friend of mine ended up getting sick and going into a, a dark place, and a story from another individual actually helped them out of that place. Just that share, that authenticity, that ability to just be vulnerable to one another actually helped that individual a lot. And um, long story short, I basically was thinking, okay, let's just do an event. Let's do one event small, have a couple of people tell inspirational stories of life challenges that they've overcome. And it snowballed into being a 200 person event co hosted by. I, hosted at Google, sponsored by Google, sponsored by Urban Massage and a couple other smaller tech companies, um, with an having an advisory board of the Inspire Movement of some incredible people across the London ecosystem, a co, co-launcher and a team of 10 volunteers. So it got quite out of control, but in a good way. Yeah. And what ended up coming together was um, something really special. And we had a lot of people afterwards tell us, you know, because of our incredible inspirational speakers and the way that we hosted the event and what we structured during that evening that it was the best uh, tech event they'd been to in London. And the reason they said tech is because my network is tech, so a lot of people in the audience did come from tech, but it wasn't a tech event. It was a embracing the genuineness of interacting with one another without technology and actually building real relationships in the process. So now the Inspire movement has um, grown legs yeah. and I've stepped down from working with um, my other partners and um, you know, I, I finished up at Techstars and now I'm doing this with 99% of my time is going into building out a movement of inspirational individuals who believe that through our stories and positive thinking we can change our lives and those around us. Amazing. So what's
0: next? Now you you're doing this full time. What's the the bigger kind of vision? You know, where what's next
1: the next direction that you go on? Gosh. Well, I'm being a little bit uh, quiet about what I'm building. Beyond version 1.0. Okay. Um, Version 1.0 is uh, these larger events. We actually, out of that one event with Google, ended up with um, a couple of large banks and consulting firms reaching out about wanting us to host it for them. Um, We're looking at a retreat model partnering with um, a resort called Time, which is a beautiful countryside resort about two two hours outside of London where Kate Moss got married and looking at working with them to build our retreat model. And then we're also hosting Inspire Movement minis. So these are in people's living rooms around London. We're launching that in New York very soon. And um, we bring in three inspirational speakers, they tell their story, and then we, the host themselves facilitates a conversation around some hot topics you know, that we can touch on that are not necessarily related to business world. Um, they're more related to who we are as individuals.
0: Okay. So on the note of Inspire, and connecting with people, who's been an inspiration to you?
1: (laughs) A lot of people. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) A lot of people. I mean, I've been extremely lucky in my lifetime, especially over the last five years, to meet people who have helped me in so many ways and pushed me to be my best self. And some of those people I'll just rattle off because they're incredible. And if you don't know them, you should know them. Um, People like... Ali Barrett who is pretty well known in this London ecosystem and has an incredible personality but he also has a really genuine heart and um, Michael Acton Smith actually is a huge inspiration to me and was one of the people when after the Inspire Movement's first event um, happened in May who said to me, Nancy, why aren't you doing this full time? Like, you need to do this. Look at how many people you've impacted. You need to do this full time and it really, he pushed me to, to think about that seriously and then I took the leap in August. Um, I could go on and on. I mean, my whole advisory board have been incredible. And, you know, you can check them out on the website. <laughs> <laughs> on that
0: note, what is the website? Uh, Just so people can go find out some more information. Um,
1: www.veinspiremovement.com. Brilliant. Now, you've gone from VC to founder.
0: Um, you know, there's a lot of overlap, I guess, in the, in the type of uh, skills that you may need in order to do both of those roles. But what would your one key piece of advice be for someone who is a founder who is starting something up by themselves so we like to pass along bits of wisdom to the listener back home so something that you've kind of learned within your own career that you think is a really kind of key thing that someone should take on board.
1: Be ready for a roller coaster ride of highs and lows, ups and downs. Um, Have an incredible support system around you. Warn your friends and family that what you're about to go through is going to be life-changing, but also very, very, very difficult. Um, Have tips and tricks for ways that you can stay healthy mentally and physically, because without you, your company will fail. So you need to take care of yourself first, which sounds easy, and it's easy advice to give, but it's really hard to follow it. And surround yourself with incredible advisors because that to me has been the one thing throughout my entire career of the last 10 years that the people who have helped me and mentored me and taken me under their wing have made a tremendous difference in my life and my ability to perform the way that I, I want to and to be quote unquote successful, however you define that for yourself.
0: Yeah. So earlier today, Nancy and I were both involved in the mental health panel at the way that we're wired and we were looking at how you know technology is impacting us and our brains and not necessarily in the best positive way and also looking at how technology in the future built by the human mind could have a bit of an impact on how we can all be a little bit more positive and have a better better state of mental health and a better state of well-being and I think it'd just be really nice to very quickly touch upon maybe some of the points that came up in the discussion we had with um Celia, the founder of Psycaps, and Lizzie, the founder of Right Mind, from our panel as well. You were full of, of amazing advice <laughs> in terms of, you know, how do you keep yourself mentally healthy, building that support network that you've just talked around as well? So we talked about, you know, Negative side effects of social media, the negative side effects of the always on, never switching off your phone, relentless kind of messaging and everything as well. But to go through some of the points that you made earlier in terms of how you can use technology in a good way, but also how we can almost kind of separate ourselves from it in a way that actually makes
1: sense and gives you that control again. Well... I mean, honestly, that's a very difficult thing to accomplish entirely in this day and age because we spend 90% of her time, you know, if we're in the tech world, looking at a screen of some sort, most, you know, at least 50%, if not more. Um, For me, I'd say I spend about 90% of the time if I'm not in a meeting looking at a screen, usually my phone. So what I've had to do for my own mental health purposes is um, use things like airplane mode when I go to bed. Yeah. Try and get up in the morning and work out immediately without even checking my phone. It's really difficult to do, and, and you should get an alarm clock if you want to try this. But it allows you to have more creativity. Sir John Hegarty actually told me the story about one of his most creative ideas. He came up with it as he was walking and walking to work. And he heard a car door bang and someone else hit a trash can and those sounds triggered something in his brain that allowed him to go on This creative path to come up with one of his best ideas And he said to me if i had been looking at my phone or if I had had headphones in my ears listening to music I wouldn't have heard those things if you don't experience the world around you interact genuinely with other people it is very hard to be innovative and creative so there are ways that you, you need to put barriers in your life to allow that, which for some people means meditation. For some people that means airplane mode of your phone when you're in a meeting or walking somewhere, forcing yourself to look up, not wearing headphones everywhere you go. Just trying to let technology be a part of your life but not your whole life. One thing that I speak about a lot is I believe, I believe in it passionately that there needs to be a transition in the world that we live in today, and that there will be a transition for our children, that we will not be as attached as we are now or slaves to our technology as we are now. It will work with us, and there will be a way to be our authentic self in the digital form. And that, I think, will allow us to tackle this problem of depression that is growing and growing and growing, getting more and more exposure to people who actually are not happy because it's becoming okay or socially acceptable to talk about it. Just to give you a couple of tips and tricks, um, apps that I love that I think help with um, being able to be fully healthy in the mind and body are uh, Breathe, Calm, and there's also GoodZing, which is a website you can go to for um, cures and in the loose sense of the word. Basically, I have a migraine. What could possibly be causing it? What can I do to help it? And that's not just primary med- you know, primary medicine. It's actually alternative medicine too, yeah. which is really interesting. Um, and they host a bunch of events as well. In terms of uh, other things you can do, check out Life Coaches. See if you can um, have a nutritionist coach, a, a trainer. Those are great ways to hold yourself responsible to other people. Yeah. Therefore, it gets prioritized when it's just for you. It's harder when you're a founder to prioritize it.
0: Yes, it's one of the biggest challenges. So we've talked about apps that you can use that can kind of help you in your day-to-day. And obviously with the Inspire movement, you're trying to bring people together to share stories and inspire. And you've mentioned a couple of awesome people that have been an inspiration to you. But what do you maybe read or listen to? that also gives you that element of inspiration or probably like sparks off some creativity on your brain. Is there anywhere that you go to as a resource that you think other people should have a look?
1: Well, um, right now I'm creating my own resource on the Facebook group. So I, I have a private Facebook group for the inspire movement that I'm building right now. And, starting in the next couple of weeks, I'll start posting things on that regularly. That'll be inspirational stories, quotes, pictures, um, videos, so that when you want a little bit of a smile, you know, you go and you can check it out and watch some of that stuff. Um, so in building that out, I've actually watched a ton of happy, inspirational videos and such, which has been really fun. Um, on top of that though, and I guess anyone listening to this podcast, if you want to be a part of that, um... It is a private group, but that just means you have to Facebook friend me first. So Facebook friend me and um, and let me know that you want to be added, and I'm happy to add you. On on top of that, what I do, I'm reading right now 10% Happier, which is a fun book. Actually, Michael recommended it. It's about a journalist and news anchor who has had multiple problems throughout his life and had panic attacks on screen and basically was asked to research research mental health and specifically meditation, and it's about his journey through that. It's funny, it's real, it's not, he's a skeptic at first. So if you're a skeptic, it's a great book, because it teaches you a lot from that. And I'm also reading Learned Optimism, which is another book. I can't remember who recommended that one, but I'm at the beginning of that one. Okay, It's good so far. Good. All right. Some great recommendations.
0: So aside from adding you on Facebook, how else can people get in touch? What's your, what's your Twitter
1: handle to do all of the contact. So right now I'm trying to remove email from my life because it found, I found it as a huge, it was a huge time suck. And the more emails I responded to, the more emails I got. So it was an endless tunnel. I've now moved on to WhatsApp and Facebook. So Facebook is the best way to reach out to me if, if we haven't met yet. And you can message me with your, if you want to be a speaker and you have a story. Either it would be anything that, you know, a life challenge you've been to, which has now brought you to where you are today. Um, it could be about what inspired you as a child, what inspires you now to do what you do. It could be anything. As long as the story is inspirational. We want to hear about it. Um, and the way that I work with speakers there is they actually send me a Facebook message and then they send me a video over Facebook of them telling me about their story. And we select speakers through that. And on on top of that, I mean, if, uh, WhatsApp is usually actually the best way because they have these voice memos. So yeah. rather than sending, sitting down and having to write a full email, you can talk to each other very quickly and it works across all time zones. Nancy, are there
0: any more events coming up that you want to share with everyone that they might be able to come
1: along to? So in London, our next large event will be at Google, their headquarter office near Tuttenham on January 16th. So everyone in the Facebook private group will be able to get a ticket that way and we'll announce it through that forum. Fantastic. So
0: if you want to get involved in that, go and become Nancy's friend on Facebook and
1: request to be added to the group. There's like also, that. actually, there's also a way to do it through the website right now. Perfect. So check it out there
0: if you want to come. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining me for this podcast and for the conference as well and taking part in the panel. On that note, I'm going to wrap up because these are
1: short, snappy ones today. Uh, but two quick things. Wait, if I might... have to say something. Oh, I have to first say this has been an incredible conference, Geek Yay. Girl Conference. Kathy has done an amazing job with her and her team. And if you didn't come to this one, you should definitely come to the next one. I do a lot of public speaking, and this has been one of the more rewarding experiences I've had. Oh, thank you so much.
0: And we'll have you back next year. <laughs> you have no choice now. It's, I have it recorded. It's like it's endorsed. On that note, two quick things. So after this conference, we will be uh, looking at our next few events. And we will be doing a partnership with Stripe. We're going to be doing a three-part series with these guys looking into how we can fill the talent deficit. So looking at how we can actually plug the gaps and get more women into technology. And we'll be looking at inspirational speakers to show you where you can get. We'll be having a panel talking about the future of education and what needs to be done. And we'll be having a fireside chat with one kick-ass woman in tech to inspire everyone. So go to our website, sign up to our newsletter at geekgirlmeetup.co.uk for more information. Follow us on Twitter at GGMuk, I'm at Kathy White10, and you can follow us on Facebook as well. If you want to see all of the action that you've missed from the conference, you can have a look at hashtag GGM16. And the final thing we have to say is big thanks to all of our sponsors for today, but in particular to our media partner TechCrunch, who are helping us out with some free tickets for TechCrunch Disrupt, their preeminent conference that'll be taking place at the start of December. So go to their website to find out more information and I'm sure you'll enjoy the next podcast. Bye.